You're listening to the Law of Attraction Radio Network. Are you tired of the I can't mindset? The I'm not good enough mindset? Do you feel like your negative thoughts control your life? Well, you came to the right place. Because in the next 30 minutes, you will learn how to break free from the limiting mindset of anxiety, fear, victimization, depression, trauma, and self-hatred by reprogramming your subconscious mind. It's time to master your mind with Dr. Erica. Hello, hello, good people, and welcome to Master Your Mind with Dr. Erica Thank you so much for joining me today. Today is a good day. I just want, I I like to start off with taking a deep breath. So everyone, let's just take a deep breath. Just release, release the tensions, release the stress. We have made it. We are up, awake, alive, and we are here today. So that means that we have an opportunity to create for ourselves and set the intention for ourselves to to make today a good day. And so wherever you are, I just want to say thank you for everyone out there listening. I love to receive your emails and let me know what you like about the show and what other topics you want me to speak on. And I just really love for, it's been over two years now. I love providing you with inspiration and information and education so that you can live your best journey. And so as a psychologist practicing now for 25 years, um, I just really want people to know that you are so worthy and deserving of unconditional love and healthy relationships. And that's what my special guest, Sherry Gaba, is here to talk about today. And so I'm very excited for you to hear that. I wanted to let you know, everyone knows that I'm a daily user of CBD. Why? Because CBD is one of the cannabinoids uh, for our endocannabinoid system that every human walking has. And we have receptor sites in every organ of our body that takes in CBD. And so when I take in CBD through the tinctures or the gummies, which I love, I feel calm, focused, and I know that I can be the best me for that day, whether it's with the clients that I work with, with my children, with my husband, just with life in general. So um, I encourage you, if you are dealing with anxiety, stress, insomnia, depression, lack of focus. There's so many, you know, areas that CBD can support. Um, I want you to check it out uh, on my website, healthyminds.expert. We're actually running a Valentine's Day special that has a lot of sensual products as we're talking about this relationship in, in, um, Valentine's Day um, will probably be passed when we air this, or we may air it before, just because it's so important um, for you to know that uh, it's important to spice up your love life. Um, And I'm also doing coaching specials. So please check out my website. I would love to coach with you and just help you on your journey. And so with that being said, again, my special guest is Sherry Gaba. And Sherry, I just want to just start with this little uh, kind of beginning. Um, Romance and love addiction is a real thing. And everyone knows going through these last two years of the pandemic, you may find yourself constantly in search of the next love high, 
even as the previous one ends. Are you afraid of being alone? Distraught at the idea of being single as you age? Jumping into the new one right on the heels of the last breakup? These might give you a hint that you can have an addiction problem. And that's what Sherry Gaba is going to talk about. She is an LCSW licensed psychotherapist and life coach who helps people cope with codependency, love addiction, toxic relationships, and mental health issues. Sherry is a single mother, and once her daughter was old enough, she returned to school to receive her master's of social work from the University of Southern California. Hey, hey, I'm originally from California. And as a leading expert on addiction and recovery, Sherry's TV appearances include VH1 Celebrity Rehab, CNN Inside Edition, The Robert Irvine Show, and Access Live, E! News, among others. She has been featured in Cosmopolitan, Women's World, the LA Times, Thrive Global, the New York Post, Marriage.com, and Psychology Today, one of my faves. She has also guested many times on Sirius XM radio shows and now hosts her own podcast called The Love Fix. She is the author of Love Smacked, Love Smacked, How to Stop the Cycle of Relationship Addiction and Codependency to Find Everlasting Love, in which she addresses relationship addiction and codependency and is a contributing writer to the book Chicken Soup for the Soul, Tough Times, Tough People. She maintains a private practice and is founder of the Wake Up Recovery, an online group coaching program that applies the principles of positive psychology, law of attraction, and mindfulness for codependents, love addicts, and toxic relationships. For more information, go to SherryGaba.com. I want to tell you her, her book, Love Smacked, is on Amazon under Love Smack Relationships Codependency Everlasting. She also is offering a free ebook called Narcissistic Partners in Obsessive Love. It's an ebook and a quiz. Go to sherrygaba.com backward slash or forward slash uh, NP quiz. And again, I mentioned that she runs a coaching program. It's in Wake Up Recovery online coaching program and right now she's running a one week trial uh membership for a dollar that is amazing and again she's talking about positive psychology love attraction mindfulness for codependence love addicts and toxic relationships so welcome 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 sherry gaba thank you dr erica i really appreciate that introduction and thank you for what you're doing in the world yeah, I, I love this topic because I, as I was telling you before we, we started, I have so many clients that have gone, you know, the last two years have been forced to be single almost because they feel, um, you know, alone and, and, and they're by themselves and they don't, you know, um, know where to start kind of in making their connections and so I think it's interesting to talk about how some people stay in relationships because they're afraid of being alone and sometimes that can lead to a love addiction so can you talk a little bit about what is love addiction sure so so love addiction is like obsessive love I think people are probably more familiar with the word obsessive love and 
it's a process addiction. So we think of lifestyle addiction, process addiction, soft addiction, things like uh, binge eating or internet or gaming or shopping or codependency. Those are all uh, mood altering activities. And that's what a, that's what love addiction is, unlike a substance abuse addiction like drugs or alcohol. Um, but what's interesting about it, it, you can get the same euphoric states that you might get from a mood altering substance. So again, love addiction, I'm, excuse me, I think I said it's a mood altering. No, love addiction is a mood altering state of mind. It's not a substance. And so it's an, it's obsessive. And, um, you know, let's say a breakup occurs or one relationship ends, you, you go into this, um, you sort of go into a spin, you know, you're, you're, it's all about being in a relationship. You don't want to be alone. You're craving that attachment. Often people with love addiction have an anxious attachment style and they, they just feel lost without being in a relationship. They, they tend to over adapt to what others want just so they're not alone. Like you mentioned earlier, they absolutely have no boundaries. They'll settle for less. They have a fear of letting go. Cause again, being alone is their worst fear they have a fear of the unknown. They want to know exactly what's going on. Um, and they, they tend to change others. They need others to feel whole. They feel completely empty without being in a relationship. Um, they're addicted to the romance. They're addicted to the high of, you know, the first time you meet. Um, they fear abandonment. That's my, that was my story. And they have the same symptoms as like someone who would be um, craving heroin addiction. They have withdrawal symptoms. So they give up for they give up who they are just to be in a relationship because that's how awful it is to think about themselves being unattached to somebody. Wow, that's a great explanation. I'm thinking as you're talking about I'm thinking about so many clients that I work with that I think have a love addiction. So maybe can you talk about how do you know that you're in a toxic relationship? So most love addicted relationships are toxic relationships. So the things you want to look for are, first of all, are you ruminating? Are you obsessing? You know, unhealthy relationships are, you're, it's characterized by this constant worry about the partner and you're obsessing about them. That's a real toxic sign. If you or your partner are even altering your life habits and needs just to be with that other person. So you give up all of yourself just to be with that person. And um, this can lead to one of the signs of a toxic relationship, obsessing about every little detail for fear of losing them. So you think you have to be perfect. If not, they might leave you. And if you're in a toxic relationship, you might notice subtle changes in their texts. You know, you notice every detail. They're home late. Oh my God, what's going on? You just can't stop thinking about them. Um, a toxic relationship is also known for walking on eggshells. So you have a lot of fights, you're drained, you're exhausted. All you want is some peace. And basically, it's this up and down um, cycle where you're, there's this, and I get into that later, but there's a honeymoon phase, there's the love bombing phase, there's the gaslighting phase, but it's just, it has no, no consistency, and you're always walking on eggshells, afraid of emotional, physical, or verbal abuse. Um, and you feel guilty for everything, because that toxic person you're involved with, they're always right, and you're always wrong. So when you're in a toxic relationship, you always feel guilty and one of the sure signs of a toxic relationship is not take is that they don't take responsibility for their actions and they blame you for everything. Um, you're always fighting constantly. Um, you know, can you even remember a time when you actually got along? Um, you know, you, there's just no peace in this relationship. It's just constant up and down. Toxic individuals are very manipulating and controlling. 
So do you feel you have both the freedom to be who you want to be? Do you feel your partner is making the decisions for you? They're very controlling. They're very manipulative. They're dominating you. They're watching every move you make. Um, you know, I had a friend recently was saying that her daughter's boyfriend looks at her phone all the time. She can't even call her mother because the partner is always looking at her phone, wanting to know who she's talking to. Um, a lot of yelling, insulting, a lot of lashing out at each other, just constantly inflicting pain on each other. So um, these are these are all signs of a toxic relationship. Physical injuries. It's not just the verbal. Obviously, it is the verbal, but it's also there could be domestic violence. Um, disrespect. You know, is the person respecting you? I mean, are they are they do they value you? Um, there's a lot of lying, dishonesty, betrayal. So if you find yourself making up stuff or coming, coming up with lies about your whereabouts, you may be in a toxic relationships, um, lack of self-care, you know, you just kind of stop taking care of yourself because you're just so obsessed with this person. Um, and, you know, you start withdrawing from all the things you love, your hobbies, your, you know, your friends, you start neglecting your parents, your physical health, your mental health. So these are all examples definitely of what a toxic relationship might look like. Yeah, and as you're describing it, I'm thinking there are a lot of people that have toxic relationships that, you know, I think the way that you describe it really lets them know it's not healthy and it's not good for them, even though they might think these are some signs or, or symptoms of regular relationships or, you know, no, they're not. They are toxic. What did, you mentioned love bombing. What is love bombing? So love bombing is when you first meet someone and they're ju you're just being swept off your feet. You can feel fun and excited. They're sending you songs. They're sending you cute little emojis. They're just constantly, literally bombarding you, love bombing you with all kinds of niceties. And it's a way to, to um, win over your trust and affection. You know, kind of get you to really kind of suck you in, basically. Um, they laugh at, they lavish you with all kinds of gifts, you know, over the top gestures, all kinds of, you know, bouquets of flowers and cars, plane tickets, vacations, they're just doing all these wonderful things. They can't stop complimenting you. They're telling you that I love everything about you. I've never met anyone as perfect as you. You're the only person I want to spend time with. I remember when I met somebody who ended up being a narcissist and it was a toxic relationship. You know, the first date was I'm going to marry you. So very, very just off the top stuff. Um, and again, like I was saying earlier, they bombard you with phone calls and texts. They're, they're just over the top um, and they want your undivided attention. And when your focus isn't on that person, they might become very angry. You know, they're, they're obsessive, they're, they're possessive, um, that you can maybe notice them pouting. Um, but true love does not want all your time and energy focused on them. You know, you want to be a whole person. You want to have many aspects to yourself. So you know that when you're, you're, all your focus is on them or all their focus is on you, you know that they're, they're actually love bombing you. And then they try to convince you that, like I was saying earlier, you're their, you are their soulmate. You are the only one. We were born to be together. It's fate that we met. You understand me more than anyone. We're soulmates. Some, excuse me, soulmates. So they're just sucking you in and they want commitment right off the bat. They get upset when you place boundaries. That is a sure sign you're with a, a narcissist or a toxic person when you try to say no and you set a bounding. Love, love bombers get upset about any boundaries with regard to access to you or expecting any displays of love that isn't regarding them. It's like a tsunami of affection and they expect you to accept it all and be there at their, be with, be at their beck and call. 
Yeah, it, it sounds like you're kind of describing the difference between being in love and a healthy and unhealthy obsession. Sure, exactly. Do you, do you want me to go into that a little more? Or? Yeah, you know what? I mean, it, it sounds like, you know, I, I want people to understand, like, sometimes you can start a relationship and it's it's loving and it's it's healthy, but it can also be an unhealthy obsession. So maybe, yeah, talk a little bit about that. Okay, one, let me just, are you going to be editing this, Erica? No, uh-uh, we, we just, we this? just speak, no, we're no. going to speak oh, from God. the top. Okay. Right. I mean, you know what, we can talk about, you know, how does it become, you know, how do we become addicted? Because I think that I always tell people in the beginning of your relationship, everyone tends to put their best face forward. They want to show you that they are a good person, that they are loving, that they're caring. But I always say, get to know them because they begin to show their true colors. And I'm not saying that they're not going to end up being a good person, but everyone likes to put that good face, faith forward. When, you, you, know, face forward. you definitely have to be discerning. So you asked, why do we become addicted to, to toxic relationships? So obviously a history of toxic relationship with our parents will lead us to attract men or women with whom we can recreate that toxic cycle. It's sort of a reenactment of our childhood. If we can just get what we didn't get as children, then we finally, as we've hit the jackpot. So we're going to be attracted to what we know. So for instance, if a parent wasn't there for you, for example, the father who didn't protect you or who was an alcoholic or addict, you know, you may be attracted to that. You may be attracted to the narcissist. Maybe one of your parents was a, a narcissist. So um, we're definitely going to be attracted to what, we, what we're familiar with, because if it's unfamiliar, it doesn't feel comfortable. And that's why I always say, if something feels uncomfortable, you might be on the right track. I'm not talking about intuition, knowing that something isn't right, but I'm talking about, oh, this kind of is, is unfamiliar. Maybe there's something here I need to kind of look at because when it's familiar, often that is what we don't want. And that usually replicates that toxic childhood. Um, so that's, that's, that's how we, that's basically kind of one of the signs that we know that we're in a toxic relationship. It seems really familiar. It's like, I've been here before. This is how my parents treated me. Um, yeah. Yeah. And, and so maybe talk a little bit about, cause I, I do think that oftentimes when we see, um, you know, these love stories in the movies and, you know, this obsessive relationship, you know, it really isn't, I think sometimes it, it can be romanticized and, sure, sure. and we don't really understand the, the severity of the obsession or the, you know, the downside of it. So if you look at healthy versus unhealthy and, and unhealthy relationships that couples meet and they idealize each other and they're attracted to each other, but healthy relationship, love matures. It becomes less intense. It becomes more secure. Trust develops. But people with love addiction, they never get past that initial stage of falling in love. It's like they're, they're addicted to the euphoria of that falling in love. They, they idealize the person. Um, but then they never feel secure enough to really trust them. So there's no real balance. There's no real steady eddy. It's just very up and down, up and down. Um, they become dependent on the person they love in a really unrealistic way, hoping somehow that person is going to give them that happily ever after. Sort of like, you know, what we see in the movies or Prince Charming, you know, sweeping you off your feet. You know, and, and we know that it's really <clears throat> unrealistic to expect 
anyone else to create a satisfying life for us. It really has to start with us. It really begins with us. So uh, they're never really truly satisfying relationships, these love addicted, toxic relationships, because you can't seem to live without them. And, and they're, not, they're not based on healthy bonds. They're really a psychological bondage is really what, it, what it's about. Yeah. And, and, and I often hear people say, I lose myself in relationships. Exactly, Erica. Exactly. exactly. And I think that's, that's a sign that that's not healthy because you kind of become consumed with, with them and, and making them happy and pleasing them, even when it's not, it's, and it's detrimental. And it's very like, <clears throat> it's very subconscious. You know, the obsession is coming from something very, very subconscious. It's, it's an attempt to recover um, our early childhood. You know, so if you got lots of love, lots of nurturing, you felt secure, you're going to grow up with a really good sense of yourself. You're going to feel like a complete person. But like we said, love addicts are not complete person. They feel empty. They feel like, you know, they just, they're nothing without a relationship. So um, that's how, that is like the hallmark of knowing that you're an obsessive love is you're, you're trying to meet a need that no one can meet. You know, your parents didn't meet it, but either can an, another partner. It has to come from yourself. Um, and then I know earlier you talked about examples of media, you know. So some of the examples I'm thinking of, and I'm going to age myself, would be like Fatal Attraction. Remember Fatal Attraction with my... Yes. <laughs> yes, I remember. Totally an example of obsessive love. Um, and then let's see, some others would be, um, I think there was a, a something with Beyonce in it. Um, oh yeah um Best. yeah I don't remember what it was called but yes so that, those are you know those are examples and you know some of the again like I said earlier some of the signs you want to look for are you falling in love instantly are you fantasizing about a future when you don't even know them um are you you know give is this person overwhelming you with attention um are you trying to fix them are you not being your authentic self? Are you trying to change yourself to suit them? Are you really hypervigilant, overreacting to every slightest sign that your partner's not interested? You feel empty and lost or, un or unworthy if you're not in that relationship. And all these things are, are not healthy. They're definitely not healthy. No, they're not. And so what is kind of like, what are some steps that people can take if they have identified they're in a toxic relationship, if they're really feeling in, in you know, aware with the, the information you're providing, like, okay, maybe I'm not in a healthy relationship. How do they begin to either withdraw from it or just overcome that strong emotional attachment? Well, the first thing is just the fact that people are here on your call and they're listening to this. I mean, one of the first steps is just having this awareness of that. Oh my God, I may be in this love addicted relationship. I might be with a narcissist. I may be in a toxic relationship. So just educating yourself. I say, um, you know, start looking at all your relationships as an opportunity to heal and to grow and become more self-aware. Um, definitely, I have some resources we talked about earlier, and I can bring those up again, but my book, my coaching, my online coaching membership, which is 27 a month, a dollar to join. These are all great resources to learn more about yourself, learn about toxic relations, learn how to break free. Um, I also have a free ebook on obsessive love. So these are just my little resources to help somebody get started on this path. But we want to start focusing on the outside in. 
you know, every relationship is manifested into our lives to mirror the relationship we have with ourselves. So listen, if we're attracting toxic people or continue nurturing our addiction to them, it's because first and foremost, we have a toxic relationship with ourselves. So we have to really look at the root of this. What is our, what are these dark sides, these shadow sides of ourselves? Um, if you have real significant trauma, you want to find a really great therapist. I know you're a therapist. I'm a therapist. We're both coaches. So you want to find somebody to work with that can help you with early trauma. You want someone who really specializes in trauma therapy. Um, but just accept and welcome the process. It's a work in progress. It's an uncovering, resolving toxic childhood experiences. You know, start building a connection with your healthy self, your spiritual self, your emotional self, you know, the essence of you. Um, and that's really how I would begin the process. But again, really, I would definitely pick up my ebook about obsessive love. And I know you're going to give the links in the show notes and maybe you can, you know, read them again. Yeah. Let me just say it right now. It's a Sherry, uh, again, uh, uh, forward slash NP quiz. And you get the ebook and you can take the quiz because I think that's a great place to start to yeah. really begin to identify what are your patterns? What are some of the behaviors you're showing? in your relationship and then you'll get a sense of are you in an unhealthy uh you know love addiction a perfect place to start and then if they want to just move forward and join my program for a dollar and just dive into this great material i do coaching once a month with them <clears throat> there's tons of expert interviews there's um, a whole 10-week modules uh, program that they get on how to break free and how to understand trauma bonding and gaslighting and love addiction and hoovering and all those words we keep seeing all over the internet about you know toxic relationships. And that again is wakeuprecovery.com forward slash, and I can't even read my thing here. I do, I, it's, IG, it's IG1. Thank you. IG1. And the thing I, I love about this is that it's a group. It's an online group coaching program because sometimes we feel like we're the only one, especially those that are, have been single, you know, in, in this pandemic, they really are not sure where to go, where to, you know, turn, where to start. And so being in a group program, you really begin to identify that some of the things you might be going through, other people are going through the same thing. Exactly. And it helps you understand when you see someone else's journey and understand kind of where, how they got to where they are, you can be more easily take a look at yourself and kind of trace those steps along your journey. So, um, I mean, there's nothing like being with like-minded people and, you know, sharing your struggles. When I was a single mother, I joined a single parent group. When I was married to an alcoholic, I joined a 12-step program for, you know, spouses, friends, and family of alcoholics. Here, if you think you're a love addict, you think you're not, you're codependent, you think you're in a toxic relationship, this is the perfect group for you. So thank you for supporting me, Dr. Eric, and thank you for putting all these links in your show notes. Yeah, absolutely. And so are there any other kind of last minute? I, I, I know that if you want more information, you can go to sherrygaba.com. Um, again, Love Smacked, How to Stop the Cycle of Relationship Addiction and Codependency to Finding Everlasting Love. You can find it on Amazon, Love Smack Relationship Codependency everlasting any other last words of wisdom or 
anything you want to impart not beat themselves up have compassion you know my book talks a lot about my multiple marriages and you know i didn't get too into it today but you know i did touch on it that there are reasons that we have maybe not found the right person that we keep going from relationship to another you know and it's never too late to start doing this this healing work and to not beat yourself up and i know that like you had mentioned earlier with the pandemic people are feeling very lonely they may be settling because they don't want to be alone and you don't have to do that it only takes one person but first you got to find you you got to love you and connect with you and then i guarantee you you will find everlasting love yeah, I love that because I think oftentimes people feel like they need someone else to complete them. Right. And right. That was the a line in the uh, the movie with um, what was his name? Oh my God, Renee Zellweger and Tom Cruise. Like you complete me. You know, I I had you at you know when I looked at you. I mean, this is all just fantasy. Um, I'm not saying, you know, love isn't a wonderful thing and it's wonderful to be in love and it's wonderful to find a healthy relationship, but you can, you can be in love with life. You can be in love with you. And, um, and then all the good stuff starts coming your way. Yeah. Well, thank you so much, Sherry. I appreciate your time. I appreciate, you know, your knowledge and your expertise and I'm just excited. So please go out, get the book, Love Smack, How to Stop the Cycle of Relationship Addiction, Codependency to Find Everlasting Love. Check out the free ebook, Narcissistic Partners and Obsessive Love with the quiz, SherryGaba.com forward slash NP quiz. And again, join the membership coaching program. If you're out there and you want to connect and you don't know if you're in a love addictive relationship, please reach out because Sherry's here to help. Okay. Thank you so Thanks much. for listening to Master Your Mind with Dr. Erica. We will be back next with another terrific episode that will allow you to master your mind. Please visit HempHappier.com for more information about Dr. Erica and CBD oil. See you next week.